Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I am Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. Thank you for joining me for day 694. We're here in Isaiah chapter 18. Tomorrow we go back to Luke 18. So it was Luke 17, Isaiah 17, Isaiah 18, Luke 18. Kind of a neat little pattern. Anyway, Isaiah 18 is on tap for today. and We have an oracle concerning Cush as we're in the middle of this section on the oracles concerning the nations that I preached through earlier this calendar year, but back in the spring. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love for us, for your faithfulness. Thank you for your word that is unfailing and true. Thank you for the privilege that it is for us to be in your word together. We pray that you'd be our teacher and our guide. Lead us into all truth for your glory in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Isaiah chapter 18. Ah, land of whirring wings that is beyond the rivers of Cush, which sends ambassadors by the sea in vessels of papyrus on the waters. Go, you swift messengers, to a nation tall and smooth, to a people feared near and far, a nation mighty and conquering, whose land the rivers divide. All you inhabitants of the world, you who dwell on the earth, when a signal is raised on the mountains, look. When a trumpet is blown, hear. For thus the Lord said to me, I will quietly look from my dwelling like clear heat in sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is over and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he cuts off the shoots with pruning hooks, and the spreading branches he lops off and clears away. They shall all of them be left to the birds of prey of the mountains and to the beasts of the earth. And the birds of prey will summer on them, and all the beasts of the earth will winter on them. At that time tribute will be brought to the Lord of hosts from a people tall and smooth, from a people feared near and far, a nation mighty and conquering, whose land the rivers divide. To Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord of hosts. I love Isaiah 18 personally for a very particular reason, and that is this land of Cush that's being described, a people tall and smooth, which could also be dark, is probably a reference to the an area of the world that's today known as South Sudan, where there are dark-skinned people who are very tall, who are known to be fierce warriors, who are beyond the rivers, and whose land the rivers divide. So the Nile River that you find in the north in Egypt, if you go south of Egypt into what's today the Republic of Sudan, that part of Sudan where there's predominantly an Arabic population, um, then you go south of there, you get into where you start to get some uh, black Africans who are taller. They're tall and smooth, and they are a people feared near and far as great warriors. So some, some tribes of South Sudan are among the tallest people in the world. So for example, Minute Bol, the basketball player, and his son Bol Bol, who are all both over seven feet tall, they're both from a tribe in South Sudan. So I love the people of South Sudan. They're very close to my heart because when I go to Uganda and we teach there about once a year, we are 
just about a mile, a little more than a mile away from the border of Uganda and South Sudan. And many of the pastors and church leaders that we work with are South Sudanese. And so there is, uh, there's a number of, of tribes in South Sudan. Some of them are sort of African pagan animistic. Some of them are Christian. Some of them are Muslim. And they are, as, as a nation, they're experiencing tribal conflict and, and civil war. But the ones who have come as refugees to Uganda, many of them are coming to know the Lord. They're growing in the Lord and they're wanting to go back and reach their country for Christ. And this Isaiah 18 is a prophecy that these people, these people who are in the land of whirring wings, which is probably a reference to the tsetse fly, which is also common in South Sudan, that these people are going to actually come and be worshipers of God. They've heard about the Lord and they're going to come and they're going to be bringing tribute to the Lord of hosts to Mount Zion. In other words, this people in this far off kingdom, which from Israel in the ancient times and the days of Isaiah, the land of Cush, the land of the Cushites, the land of the South Sudanese was very, very far away. It was the ends of the earth as far as they could tell. But these people, they had heard about the Lord. Part of how they'd heard about the Lord was that after the Lord's miraculous deliverance of Jerusalem under King Hezekiah, when the Assyrian army came down and was had taken every fortified city and town in Judah and was zeroing in on Jerusalem, the Lord sent one angel in one night, and that angel killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers, and they, they went away. Well, that word got around that the, the God of Jerusalem was mighty and powerful. The God of Mount Zion, the God of Jerusalem, was very mighty and very powerful. And these people in Cush, they're mighty warriors. They respect power. They respect strength. They respect the ability to defend yourself. At one point, the Cushites actually conquered Egypt and ruled over Egypt for a couple hundred years. And that's not far off from the time here in Isaiah, actually, when that happened. And so these people are... Are warriors they understand warfare and that that intrigues them and so they go to find out about the Lord but also the Kushites the South Sudanese become one of the early Christian kingdoms in Africa you have Egypt you have Kush you have Ethiopia and they become early Christian kingdoms and when the rest of the African world surrounding South Sudan became Muslim, they held out and stayed loyal to Christ for hundreds and hundreds of years. And so there are people that are near to my heart because I teach many of them and I'm looking forward to just about a month from now, we'll be making our preparations as we finish up celebrating Christmas. You believe Christmas is a month from now. <laughs> we'll be finishing celebrating Christmas. I'll be getting ready to go to Uganda again and Lord willing, we have plane tickets to leave on December 31st, and my son Jeremiah is going to be coming with me this time. I'm super, super excited about that. So let Isaiah 18 today be a prompt for you as a personal request that you would pray for me and for Jeremiah, my son, and for my friend Bob and his son Caleb. The four of us are going to be going, so two dads and two teenage boys. 
Bob's son, Caleb, who's 17, and my son, Jeremiah, who's 16. The four of us are going to be going, training pastors, doing evangelism, supporting the ministry of Reaching Africa's Unreached. So pray for us. Uh, pray for us as we go on this trip in about a month, a little over a month, a month and a week from now, uh, we'll be leaving. And uh, we would appreciate your prayers. And um, may the Lord be glorified among the Kushite people. May the South Sudanese, all of them, all the tribes of South Sudan, come to know the Lord as their God. And may they, may they bring him tribute from their heart, lips of praise to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are in the process of reaching every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You will reach them all for Jesus Christ. Thank you that you are bringing more and more people from South Sudan to yourself. Thank you that many of them are coming from tribes that don't know you, that are almost entirely pagan or sometimes Muslim, and they're wanting to go back and they're wanting to reach their tribes for Christ. Many of them don't have any part of the Bible in their tribal language. So some of them are involved in Bible translation work. I pray that you bless these men. I pray that you would bless your word as it goes forth. I pray that churches would be planted and that your gospel would flourish in South Sudan, in the Republic of Sudan, and in every tribe, tongue, people, and nation in the world. We praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, that's Isaiah 18. Tomorrow we're back to Luke, Luke 18. Hope you can join me for that. And I do hope you have a very blessed day in the Lord.